how does your week usually go? Are you scrambling to get things done because you have no idea what's on the list for the day? Do you find yourself working late into the night because there was never enough time during the day to get everything done? If so, this episode is perfect for you. I'm going to show you how to organize your Sunday so that the rest of your week is successful and so Monday doesn't take over and steal all of your time. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. I do this with my birth photography certification and my seven-step marketing system. So I have been working in my office, which is now my bedroom, as you guys may or may not know, um, all week. And it's funny because whenever we change up our environment, when you change where you're working, even something as simple as moving your desk or organizing your desk or taking your laptop outside when it's not winter here in the U.S., um, or working in a coffee shop, like just changing up where you're working has such an impact on productivity and focus. At least it does for me. I don't know if it does for you guys, but it a hundred percent does for me. And we actually talk about um, how to set up your environment for creativity in marketing school for photographers. But I just wanted to remind you really quick, and this has nothing to do with the episode, but just that like, if you're feeling like you're in a rut, or if you're feeling like unmotivated, or like you're not productive, or you're tired of kind of doing the same thing, try either like getting a new candle, moving your desk, working in the coffee shop, um, bundling up and going outside with your laptop, like just change up your environment to boost a little bit of that creativity. So let me know on Instagram if you end up doing that and how it goes at underscore the beauty and birth underscore. So we're going to talk about how to organize your Sunday so that your entire week is successful. And I'm really excited to talk about this, not because I've mastered it, but because it's something that I am intentionally refining every single week. Like, how can I make this process better? How can I make my week better, more productive, more relaxing, um, more like focusing on the things that I want to do in my life and in my business? So I want to explain to you how I used to set up my week and sort of how I do it now. So there's this thing called like your ideal week, where basically you look at a calendar Sunday through Saturday, and you write in what you want to do during specific times, like from this time to this time is when I sleep, or from six o'clock to eight o'clock is when I work out and do my morning routine, or, you know, two to three is school drop off, or pickup, I should say, like, you're just basically saying, generally speaking, this is what I want my week to look like. And in theory, that works really well. And that has worked for me in the past to create like my dream week and try to um, plan my days accordingly. And 
it does still work to an extent. And that is still to an extent what I'm doing. Um, if you go a few episodes back, you can hear all about how I batch my days and I batch my weeks, um, to focus on one particular thing a day. So like Tuesday is my client day and my student day. Um, Wednesday is my content day. You guys have probably heard me talk about that. And so just theming your days definitely is helpful. But what I realized was that my ideal week was kind of falling to the wayside week to week because, you know, things would come up that weren't in my ideal week and I didn't really know how to refine it. And so I would just scrap it. And so I tried to follow that dream week or ideal week format And like I said, week to week priorities can just be different. So like, for example, right now it's January. I don't really want to work out at 6 a.m. It's still dark outside. It's like four degrees, but I had previously written in my dream week or my ideal week that I wanted to work out at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. Well, I don't really want to do that in January, right? So I'm working out at more like four o'clock when it's the warmest of the day, but in July, I don't want to work out at four o'clock in the afternoon, right in the heat of the day. So my ideal week needs to be changed. Another example, I do weekly date nights with my kids, but when my son's football practice starts back up during football season, we'll have to switch the schedule. So hopefully you see what I mean. And I'm sure your life is the same way. Like your weeks are not exactly the same or really sometimes even close to being the same all 52 weeks out of the year. So having a flexible ideal week is especially important for birth photographers. If you get called to a birth, your week is going to look a lot different than you planned, right? So I love having my ideal week as a guide, but what I have decided the last few months is to create an ideal week on Sunday for the upcoming week only that is super, super customized to what is happening that specific week. And when you schedule your week this way, it helps eliminate so many decisions that might pop up during the week. I'm sure you've heard of this thing called decision fatigue, but basically it's when you make too many decisions in a day and it starts to wear you down. I can't remember the number. I want to say it's 30,000, like 30,000 decisions that each person makes every single day. That is a lot of decisions. And eventually your brain starts to peter out. (laughs) Like your brain starts to go like, I can't make any more decisions, right? Like think about all the decisions you make from the moment that your eyes open in the morning. Am I going to get out of bed? Am I going to hit snooze? Am I going to get dressed and get to work? Am I going to go work out? What am I going to have for breakfast? Am I going to have coffee? Am I going to have water? Am I going to have another cup of coffee? Here's a kid. What can I make them for breakfast? Like we are instantly making so many decisions from the moment we open our eyes. So it's no wonder by two o'clock in the afternoon, we're tapped out. Like our decision-making brain has turned off. And so what I've realized is that if I can pre-make as many decisions as possible before the day arrives, it helps me delay hitting that feeling of decision fatigue. Like the decision of my day has for the most part already been made for me. So in an attempt to eliminate some of those decisions from your week, scheduling your week ahead of time will help you make those decisions. You're not sitting down to work and wondering what you should be doing, which P.S. is a decision. 
Is it your goal to become the go-to birth photographer in your area? Well, I have photographed over 120 births and I've taught hundreds of photographers how to confidently photograph birth. And I know you might be thinking like, I need to learn birth photography in person. I can't learn virtually. Or maybe you're thinking like, can I even do birth photography right now? Well, I have a training that is available instantly for Netflix style binging. I'm sharing my six step framework to confidently photograph birth and how to thrive as a birth photographer during COVID. And like I said, this training is available instantly. If you want to learn this, head over to TaviaRedburn.com slash training. That's T-A-V-I-A-R-E-D-B-U-R-N.com slash training. So here is how I spend one hour on Sunday to prepare for my upcoming week. I use a full focus planner for this so that I can keep everything in one notebook. But of course, you can do this with anything, even just a blank piece of paper. Okay, so don't let the fact that you don't have a planner or you don't have a full focus planner or you don't have a journal stop you from doing this. Okay, because you can do this with even one blank piece of paper. So very first thing I do is I start with my big three for the upcoming week. A big three is basically just a list of the top three most important things I want to accomplish to move me closer to my quarter one goal. So hopefully you have a goal for quarter one, um, whether that's a revenue goal, a client number goal, um, a personal goal, or all of those things in between if you have multiple goals. When I'm setting my big three, I'm asking myself, what can I do in the next week that's going to move me closer to my quarter goal? Okay, so after you write down your big three, you're going to add in other things that you want to do that week that don't fall into the big three. Okay, so you're just making a list at this point. You've got your big three and then you're adding in other things you want to do during the week that don't fall into the big three. For example, mine are usually things like working out, uh, kid date nights, husband date nights. Those are things that almost always make it onto my list that are not a big three, but they're still a priority to me. In fact, most of my big three end up having, end up being work-related. Yours don't have to be business or work-related. Mine typically are, but I don't ever want to leave out um, the personal aspects or the health aspects or the relationship aspects. So um, the things that are going to take time out of my week, like working out or a date night, I'm going to put in that list. I love taking this extra step because it helps me stay intentional with my time and it reminds me of the things that I want to do. If we don't plan in these things that are important to us, they're going to stay someday items on our list. Oh yeah, someday I want to start doing weekly date nights. Someday I want to start working out five times a week. Sometimes I want to start, or sometime I want to start reading my Bible every day. But until we actually put those things in our calendar, they're not going to happen. So don't get like a crazy huge list here. I usually only do two or three additional things in addition to my big 12 because I don't big 12. Whoa, no, no, no. Big three, (laughs) because I don't want to get too many things to where it's hard to focus. So you've got your big three and then you've got two to three things that you want to do that week that is going to um, be a priority for you. Okay. Next, you're going to write down your already scheduled activities. 
write down your activities that are have already been scheduled for the upcoming week. Does somebody have a dentist appointment? Do you have a client meeting? Do you have photography sessions? Do you have birth consultations? Do you have existing appointments with um, friends? Both personal and business, I want you to write down however you're doing it. If you're doing it in your iCal, if you're doing it on Google Calendar, if you're doing it in a planner, I want you to start going into the daily section of your planner where hopefully you have a section that is hour by hour, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m. And I want you to go in and start blocking off the appointments that you already have scheduled. So what does this look like practically? For me, it looks like opening up my iCal because that's where I keep my appointments, opening up my full focus planner. And there's a page on each daily page that is 6 a.m., to 8 p.m. I had to look over at my planner because it's sitting open next to me. So it's 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. and there are spots for each hour. So hopefully you have something like that. If not, you can just write it down on your piece of paper. Monday, 6 a.m. and then a line for all the hours until 8 p.m. So I go in each individual day and I block off when I have appointments. If I have coaching calls, if I have appointments, if I have consultations, if I have meetings, I go in and write those things that I already have scheduled. Okay. I'm a little bit extra. You guys know this about me (laughs) and I will block off the time it's going to take for me to drive to that appointment or prepare for that appointment. So for example, when I have a coaching call coming up with my students, I always plan 30 minutes before I block it off just so that I can prepare, review my notes, um, prepare any slides if I have any. Like, I just like to have a little bit of breathing room to where I can like refocus on what I'm about to do. So I usually block that off whenever I'm doing this. But if this is your first time doing something like this, then you don't have to be that extra. But that's just what I do. After I have the appointments I already have scheduled in my day, I block off the activities that I wanted to do each day. So this is not my big three, but it's those other two to three activities that I wrote down that were important to me, like working out and date nights. So I go into each day and I say, okay, each day, am I working out? And if so, when? And I block off time to work out and to shower. I do that every day I want to work out. So I'll go into Monday and write, okay, three to five, I'm working out. Tuesday from four to six, I'm working out. And you can see that it kind of changes depending on other stuff I have going on that day, which is why I love this because I am putting the big rocks in first. I'm sure you guys have heard this analogy of, I I mean, I don't even know if it's actually a true story, but I think it was a situation where a teacher handed a student a jar and next to it, there were big rocks, medium-sized rocks and small rocks. And he said, all of these rocks will fit in this jar. See if you can figure out how to put them all in. And so the kids started out with a bunch of the small rocks, like dumped them all in first, then put in the medium sized rocks and then was trying to cram in these big rocks and they wouldn't fit. So the teacher said, if you put the big rocks in first, then the medium sized rocks, then the smaller pebbles, everything will fit. Because when you put those big rocks in, aka in this example, the things that are important to you and you make those a priority, then everything else will fit around that. So that's why we're doing this this way is you're starting with the things you already have on your schedule. And then you're filling in the things that are important to you, like these date nights workout, even if you have something like I need to go to the grocery store, or I need to help a friend. Those are things that are going into this section. Hopefully this helps uh, like visualize a little bit. 
then what's cool is the space that you have remaining in each day's schedule is the day, or excuse me, is the space that you have to accomplish your big three. So when you start your day and you open your calendar, on Monday, you can see you've already blocked off time for your appointments. You've already blocked off when you're going to do those other important tasks. So you can see like, okay, from seven to nine, I have space and I can work on my big three in that time. So disclaimer for those with small kids, because I know people listening to this are like, cool, I don't get to decide that because my baby wakes up and I have to sleep when they sleep and all this stuff. So I obviously had small kids at one point and was growing, I was growing my businesses at the same time. So I can totally empathize. I know it was not this like, quote, pretty and simple um, for me, even when they were older, but my husband was working a full time job, it wasn't quite always this systematic. But I will say that even back then, I scheduled my days in a similar way. I just had larger blocks of time that were unaccounted for or that weren't specific. So it would be do school and eat lunch for four hours. And did it actually take four hours? Probably not. Maybe it did. But it was just more of a general guideline versus now it's a little bit more like minute to minute. <laughs> like it's pretty packed full because if I have a lot of things that are important to me that I want to be able to fit in, including resting time and time with my family and that kind of a thing. So if you have small kids, please do not use that as an excuse to not try to implement some of these things. It's totally possible. Just be sure to allow yourself a little bit more flexibility. My husband and I actually make it fun and we hop over to the local coffee shop and we do this weekly review together. So I told you at the beginning that it takes one hour on Sunday to complete this. When you very first start, it might take a little longer than an hour, but now it takes us about an hour to write everything down and discuss it. So you can totally get it done in that amount of time. So instead of scrambling to get things done or working late at night to get it done, I hope you see now how if you just set aside one hour on Sunday to go through this process and set up your entire week for success, it's going to make things run so much more smoothly during the week. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure and hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And thank you so much for leaving the show a review on iTunes. I read each and every one and it helps the show reach more people. So thank you for taking the time to do that. I hope that you found value in this episode. I hope that you're going to implement some of the things, if not all of the things that we talked about here today. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you like episodes like this, where I kind of like give you a sneak peek into what I'm doing and what I'm learning, because it's always changing, right? Like the way I did things a year ago probably aren't the way that I'm doing them today because we're always learning and evolving. If that's appealing to you, shoot me a DM on Instagram or tag me in a screenshot of this episode on stories and let me know at underscore the beauty and birth underscore. And my friend, if you have a passion, it's not an accident. Not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, I hope that you will get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.